0: Welcome to Let's Vibe. On this podcast, we are documenting and celebrating our passion for raves, festivals, and electronic dance music. You will hear interviews and stories from members of the EDM community, giving you an inside perspective on the rave experience. We're talking about the power of music and how it connects us all, bringing people from all walks of life together. Additional information can be found on our website at lets5music.com. I'm your host, Danny Era, and let's get this party started. You say your name Malik, right? Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for meeting with me. So you, Thank you. yeah, we're going to talk about, is it Sunset Festival? Yes. So I know nothing about this festival, right? It's in <laughs> Florida. And what's the date?
1: It's Sunset Music Festival. It's in Tampa, May 27th and 28th. It's Saturday and the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it is. Memorial
0: Day weekend will be lit.
1: Exactly. You know it's going to be lit.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you in Florida?
1: I live in South Florida. So this is my first time going to Sunset Music Festival. And last November was my first EDC, which was EDC Orlando. So
0: was that your first ever festival?
1: EDC? Yes.
0: How'd you start? Like who brought you there? Or like what encouraged you to like, I'm going to go to EDC.
1: All right. So here's how that happened. There's a club in Miami that's very well known. I went there May of... 2021. And the reason I went to that club, Disclosure was there performing. And I always wanted to see Disclosure because, you know, Disclosure doesn't really come to the states like that. Like they're a group where if you want to see them, you have to fly out to them. I went to this club that's predominantly Tech House, House, EDM, and I went by myself. I saw Disclosure. It was amazing. I fell in love. I told myself, that I was gonna start doing things more, like going out and experiencing things more. So my friend saw my Snapchat story and he was like, yo, Malik, I didn't know you were into like house music and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, well, I have another friend that always goes. I was like, okay, cool, maybe next time we could link up because my close friends, they're not into house music. They're all hip hop heads, right? A Couple months later, he hits me back and he's like, yo, do you wanna go with my friend? We're gonna go to the club and see AC Slater and I was like all right cool I take a drive to Miami we're literally in the middle of a tropical storm the night that it happened so we're soaking wet the line is long like I thought you know because it's pouring down rain like probably like almost a mini storm that people would say, you know, let's just go home. No, the line was still long and we waited in line soaking wet. We get into the club. We're all drying off in the guy's bathroom. Long story short, we see AC Slater and it was amazing. And ever since then, I got to know my new friend and his whole group of friends. And ever since then, we've been going to the club together. He invited me to EDC. I said yes. We got our monies together. We got our outfits together. We packed up. We drove to Orlando. We got the Airbnb. We did EDC. And the rest is history.
0: Damn. I think I know what club you're talking about.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And,
0: like, (laughs) I'm scared of that club. Like, I want to go. But, like, holy fuck. It looks so sick. But, like, also a lot.
1: It's amazing. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, depending on who's headlining, for the night you will be i was just there last week and i saw chris stussy i got there at 2 a.m i didn't leave until after 8 30 yeah
0: and that's a.m so like the sun's up like it's like i've seen videos of people like the sun is up and they're like coming out of the club or some are going in and i'm like
1: yeah yep holy (laughs) shit like for example john summit went there and some people they can't manage to stay in the club for six plus hours because you know your body just gets tired which is understandable so what you do is you buy any time ticket and chances are if the dj is still going to be going on for six plus hours you just show up to the club at like 7 a.m and then enjoy it for like three hours
0: okay i love that and so the djs are like typically spinning like longer sets then it's not just like an hour because all the clubs here in la they close at two so the headliner goes on at like 1230 or one and then you get like an hour of the headliner and then you go home.
1: So with Miami Miami, I always tell people, because, again, I live here in Florida. Miami is like a mini New York. It's literally the city that doesn't sleep. This club that I'm talking about, depending on who the DJ is, they will allow that DJ to perform longer sets. John Summit, he did a 12 hour set, if I'm not mistaken, because Clooney, I went to see Clooney too. He did a 10 hour set. I only managed to stay five hours for Clooney. I didn't go to John Summit. It depends on who the DJ is. They can be they could go on for however long, three hours, four hours, five hours. It's up to the DJ and the club, really. The place that I go to the club, they have multiple people performing. So, like for example, you'll have East End playing between 1 and 2 a.m. And then Seb Zita will play between 2 and 4 a.m. And then Chris Dussy will play between 5 and 10 a.m. Or 5 until close. Amdala is performing next week for the Beach Rave that we're having in Miami. And his after party is at that club, right? Well, last time I checked, the ticket was $93. So I'm pretty sure it's gone up by now.
0: Okay, that's crazy. That's kind of how they do it here. The same owners own like the two biggest clubs in L.A., they will release like special guest after party because a lot yep. of the uh, festivals in L.A. that are outside are uh, they're done by 11 because of noise ordinance. So they host after parties. So for Skyline Festival this year, which was in February, they were like, OK, after party, we're not announcing who it is, but you can buy tickets now. Twenty five bucks a ticket. And that was including like the taxes and fees and everything. So I got four because my group was four people. It comes out the week before that it was fucking Dom dollar Yo. 25 bucks.
1: Damn.
0: Crazy.
1: And what's even crazier? So, Dom Doll is not performing next week at the beach festival. It's John Summit, Clooney, Michael B. B. I I have to look at the flyer again. But this weekend, this Saturday, he's coming to Dare Day Club, which is in Hollywood, Florida. And I'm going to see him.
0: Are you going to that beach rave?
1: Yeah. Dom Dollar this Saturday and the day club. And then the Beach Rave, it's three days Friday, Saturday, Sunday for $60.
0: What's your genre? Like, what do you gravitate towards?
1: My heart is with house and tech house specifically. And I know there's a lot of subgenres now, like you got the Deep House, Progressive House, Bass House, Drum and Bass, Rhythm, Garage hard style, et cetera, et cetera. But my heart is with house and tech house, those two.
0: I love it. Okay, so before you went to Disclosure at this club, mm-hmm. were you like in to EDM or were you like, you just knew of Disclosure or like, how did you like get to the point where you're like, I'm gonna go to this show and I'm gonna go by myself?
1: So I've always been into EDM music. Um, back when I was in middle school, I would always listen to it and like see um like EDC like events and stuff like that and raves, but I didn't know what it was. <clears throat> I just me, I dubbed it as electronic music, like beat boop. And um I like secretly listened to it. I didn't tell any of my friends because you know, you're in middle school, like eighth grade, ninth grade or whatever, going into high school. And if you show your friends this kind of music, they're like, what the hell are you listening to? Like, if it's not the most mainstream pop thing, like no one's going to be into it. So back then I was listening to like David Guetta, Tiesto, Calvin Harris. Oh, my God. Calvin Harris is that guy. That was me, right? I'm over here watching these videos on YouTube of people partying with all the colorful lights and the outfits. And I didn't know what the hell it was. And... Later in my adult life now that I have my adult job and big boy money and blah, blah, blah. I saw that Disclosure was coming to Miami and I was like, you know what? What are the chances of me seeing Disclosure? Like they never come to the States and when they do, I'm always working or I'm not going to be able to see them. But I'm like, no, I'm going to see them this time. And I bought my ticket. I drove to Miami and I saw them. And I did it by myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's so dope. And like, thank God you did that, right? And then you you said you posted a video and then your other friend was like, hey, like yeah, yeah, and kind of made those connections. I don't know how old you are, but from the what music you were talking about, like when you're in middle school, like listening to that, I want to guess the the year because I'm gonna say 2012 to 2014
1: is my birth year
0: no 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 is that year you were in middle school listening to that music you're like yeah no I'm not six thank you I'm not six
1: for that so like I want to say like 2009 to like 2012 is when I was listening to that I just turned 26 uh what two weeks ago April 12th oh
0: happy birthday what's like the first artist you remember hearing like do you remember any of that
1: no so my family does not listen to edm music whatsoever quite honestly they probably don't even know what the hell it is earliest memory of it i would have to say because it's the first thing that's popping into my head calvin harris i think the song was like it's the black and white music video i'm not alone that was a song that that's popping into my head yep
0: yeah so it says 2010
1: Mhm mhm
0: and he's got the glasses on that have like the yes. studs
1: Yes yes okay. yes yes that's it yep <laughs> That's
0: such a fucking good song
1: It is released in 2009 yep that's the uh, one I was oh in my, my bedroom God. playing RuneScape <laughs> listening to Calvin Harris I'm not alone like he was always my go-to artist I mean Calvin it's Calvin Harris he doesn't miss like I feel like with him, when rent is due, he's like, all right, bet. I'm going to release a banger and it's going to be on the radio for like the next six months. I mean, this was
0: released 12 years ago and we're talking about it. And like, I mean, it feels about it right now, like clearly doing something right, you know.
1: And I actually saw the clip of that same music video pop up on TikTok and I was reading the comments. And it's so refreshing to see all these like younger kids appreciate music back then. You know, a lot of people are trying to get into the EDM scene. Well, that's a whole nother topic, (laughs) but some people get into it for the right reasons. And I really do appreciate the younger kids listening to, you know, some of the OGs and their music and their craft back then. It's amazing.
0: It's honestly refreshing is the word I always use that when like people are literally here for the right reasons and love like the music and respect like how far it's come. So you're playing RuneScape, you're listening to Calvin Harris, your family doesn't really like know about EDM and your friends. You said you kind of had to like hide it from them at that time, right?
1: Right. So those were those friends then. Um, I'm still friends with a lot of them now. And they're not, like I said, they're mainly into like the hip hop scene. They don't listen to EDM at all. I've tried to bring them into it to even like at least show them what. I experience. I've even offered to buy them their, their ticket and take them to see a headliner and they still refuse and I'm just like, "All right, you know, I respect it. If you're not into it, you're not into it, but at you at least come with me and try it one time. And then if you still don't like it, all means okay, fine. It's not for you." To say that you're not into it and you don't even want to try it, it's wild to me because ever since I went to see Disclosure, I've seen All right, let's go down the list. Disclosure AC Slater, Honey Love. I've seen Clooney like five times. Chris Stussy, Mala, I've seen John Summit technically twice, Uh, one at EDC and one at Dare. Afrojack, Black V Neck, Matroda, and PASA. And there's so many more. And it's just like, I really wish I could bring my close friends with me to experience it, but. I made a new group of friends and they're they're amazing. They're into the scene, they're super loving, they're non-judgmental. They're literally friends that I couldn't ask better from. I love them so much.
0: Why don't they want to try it? Like they don't like the music or they they don't like like the vibe of like a festival or a rave?
1: So one says that she doesn't want people rubbing up on her or touching her, which I get. In the club Especially if it's a big headliner, the club will be packed and you will be dancing up on somebody. So I get that. But at some point, it does liven up or excuse me, loosens up and some people do leave and you're able to enjoy the DJ and his set. The others, they just don't come, honestly. And it sucks. Because I actually tweeted, and this is so I've, i I screenshot it because I'm gonna frame it. I tweeted on Twitter. I basically said, "Bread again is on my bucket list to see." And he liked it. And I'm seeing him this October for three points in miami. it's It's just so awesome, like putting it out there into the universe, and then it actually happened. It's like almost I manifest it, you know
0: you see disclosure and then you get an invite essentially to go to EDC with your friends?
1: The thing is, we weren't necessarily friends. We were more so acquaintances. I knew of him through my close mutual friends now. I didn't know he was into the house scene or EDM scene at all. But when he saw me go to Miami and he saw me with disclosure he you know messaged me and so he was like hey I have a buddy who also goes there we should all go sometimes I'm like okay cool yeah all three of us started hanging out more we got to know each other outside of the EDM scene going over each other's houses you know playing video games and that's just where it started
0: are they like your rave fam today or have you met new friends yeah no, no
1: they are the rave fam yeah
0: Do you like instantly buy an EDC ticket after that show? Or did you like go to a couple more shows and then you're like, I need to go to fucking EDC?
1: So after Disclosure, we went to a couple other shows. And then that's when they invited me to go to EDC Orlando. And I'm like, damn, like I'm really about to go to EDC Orlando with these people that I just met literally this year. But the vibes were there. I trusted them. Everything just worked out. They were super positive people. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, let's do it.
0: How excited were you when you found out, like, I'm going, like, you committed, you got a ticket? Like, what was going through your head?
1: Honestly, this might sound super cliche, but it felt like I was letting my inner child finally get to experience what he's always wanted to experience. I was super excited. Like after I bought my ticket initially, uh, I was super excited. I couldn't believe that it was happening. And the day, because I took off the Thursday, um, we were actually supposed to get hit with a hurricane while that was happening. So that third, no, the Wednesday it happened. Thursday, my boss said our office is going to be closed, but it actually worked out because I took off the Thursday anyway. So I got to leave a day early and head up to Orlando. The day that it came to drive out, I was just in such disbelief. Like I didn't, like I couldn't believe that I'm going to my first EDC. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I was kind of nervous, but like super excited, you know? When we got to the Airbnb the Thursday, we went grocery shopping, we got liquor, and you know, we just had like a pre-party for EDC. It was just such an experience, man. I love my... My Hype House. That's what we call ourselves, the Hype House. So you know what we did? They actually brought walkie-talkies. So again, this is my first music festival. So when we got there, I didn't know that there was going to be no cell service. Well, let me correction. There, your phone said you had service, but there really wasn't any service. No internet, no calls. Depending on where you walk, you might get a sliver of signal. Where you could maybe send a text message. You couldn't even go on social media. And that was it. So we literally stuck together. And oh my God, the first day of us, we we got to main stage and Chris Lake was playing. Somehow, some way, somebody cut like our train off in front of us. And Kevin, who was in our group, he got lost. And we haven't seen him for like two, two and a half, maybe three hours. And we were at the, what is the stage with the three screens in front of you? Um, It's like the head banging stage. Long story short, we were in the back and this man, Kevin, walked right in front of us randomly after hours of not seeing him. And we grabbed him and we're like, Kevin, he's like, oh my God. It turns out he got lost because of the train situation. And some other group, like, took him in and made sure he was good. He came back, like, geared out with goggles. He had food, water. Like, he was good. He was, they treated him good. So, yeah, if you ever get lost at EDC, bro, just, just hang in there. Somebody's going to take care of you.
0: That's so fucking funny. Okay, so you were like, oh, like, he got separated from the train and we haven't seen him. I thought you were going to say since. I'm like.
1: Excuse
0: no, me! No, no, like, no. Do, do we need to put out no, a funny No, no, he, he made it home. He's good. Oh my God! <laughs> I was like, "Where is this story going?" That's so was dope. So
1: nerve wracking that you could get lost in an instant. Like we were holding onto each other's hydro pack, and you know, people don't say "excuse me," and they just cut you off. And it's pitch black. We're all either under the influence of whatever, so you just end up disappearing into the crowd so quickly, and that's what happened.
0: Poor Kevin. I'm glad he was taken care of. Thank you to the people who took care of Kevin, wherever you guys are, you're angels. What were your thoughts like walking in? Right. We talked about like how the club environment is so much different than going to a festival.
1: So the pat downs. Oh, my God. The pat downs were a joke, if I'm being honest. But that's neither here nor there. Getting things in were very easy. When I was walking in because I bought GA Plus. You know, I'm not the type of person that can go in a porta potty. Like, them porta potties are gross. So, I bought GA Plus, and GA Plus was super clean. It had light, AC, air freshener, water, soap. Like, it was great. Walking in from security, and like, you see main stage. So, EDC 2022 Orlando, it was the theme of like the mermaid kind of thing. It was like these two big mermaids. Walking past security, like through the gate, you see main stage. And then from main stage, when you're passing it on the left, you have a bunch of vendors and a whole bunch of other side stuff that you can do. Like you said, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. (laughs) I want to go back so bad.
0: So were you kind of like mind blown with like, because there's, it's not just like a stage, right? Like the art and the production and Mm -hmm. all the other stuff. Like it's all, it's all out. You feel like you're in another fucking world.
1: Yes. I, I couldn't believe that I was there and when i was seeing it friday that was day 1 i was just like damn like this is what this is what edc is but to be fair i expected a little bit more but it was because it was friday it was just day 1 saturday day 2 is when they brought out the fireworks and the flames and the smoke and then when i saw that i was like okay this is what edc is like this is what it's about so day one was kind of like a warm up and then day two and three was like full send.
0: Do you think that maybe they scaled it back as far as like production because of like the storm that was coming?
1: I did hear like rumors on social media that I think it was Hurricane Natalie or something like that it was a female's name that it was affecting them. Like the ground soil and whatnot, they, they couldn't put up the big things and stuff like that. They were And because of the rain, they were having some delays. The hurricane passed and they had everything set up and they opened EDC.
0: Were you like, I need to go to as many of these as possible? Did you start like booking and tickets or looking for other events?
1: As soon as Insomniac released that 2023 EDC tickets were available, I already bought it. Like right now, I already have my ticket
0: do you think you'll do differently this time because it'll be your second time
1: well for being honest I'm gonna not take pre-workout um oh well, here's what happened I am gonna take pre-workout but here's what happened so it was my first time doing anything other than weed right and I waited about an hour I remember I ate a, one pizza slice because at music festivals, you barely eat, right? You eat like one chicken tender, and then you're good. So I just ate my pizza slice and then I waited about an hour and I taught, I taught my friend, I'm like, hey, nothing's happening. Should I take another one? So he's like, yeah, take another one. So I take a half and all of a sudden they both hit instantly. And I'm like, damn, like I was floored. I had to sit down at one point and we did. We sat down, we laid down, we had to like recoup and gather ourselves time I think pace myself
0: once you're kind of like in it you're like oh fuck like here we go yep. you know just gotta so, ride that wave yeah whenever like I would get like that I would this is not legal advice and don't quote me I'll probably even put it out but I would drink <clears throat> liquor because it would like almost counteract the high from the other shit and almost mm-hmm. like bring me down but now I'm thinking about it I, I've been sober six years like now I'm thinking about it that probably wasn't fucking smart. Even at like the end of the night when I'd like try to go to sleep, but I was still up, I would like have a cocktail or a shot. And like that would literally help me just like get out of that. I don't know if that's fucking scientific or any really? smart advice, but the liquor always calmed me down.
1: So yeah. we like we took our pre-workout relatively early. Like I want to say it was definitely nighttime. Say like around 839. So it definitely ran its course. I remember Matroda. Oh my God. Matroda is that guy, dog. To be fair, out of all stages, Stereo Bloom is my favorite. If you're a househead, tech househead, Stereo Bloom is that fucking stage. Like, main stage don't got nothing on it. Neon Garden, like Camel Fat was cool. Green Velvet was cool. But Clooney and Matroda at Stereo Bloom? Oh my God. Hats off to them. Kinetic Field is main stage, Stereo Bloom is the stage. I can't even really describe it. It's you have to see a picture of it. It's right by Daisy Lane where the bridge is. Neon Garden is the one where like it's almost like an oval or like a circle shape. And there's multiple screens facing you. That that's a pretty dope stage. I saw Will Clark there. Pretty cool. But in Stereo Bloom, man chef's kiss
0: amazing have you gone to so that was november we're now Mm -hmm. in the end of april have you gone to any festival since then
1: no so since edc orlando i haven't gone to any festival but i've gone to different clubs and i've seen many different artists
0: Sunset Festival. Why do I keep thinking it's not called that? It's called Sunset, right?
1: Yeah, Sunset Sunset. Music Festival in Tampa. Um, It's going to be my first time going. My other friends, they've gone last year and they basically told me it's like a mini EDC, essentially. You know, the plur is really active out there, which is what I care about. I'm currently making a bunch of uh, candy bracelets to hand out. I'm excited to see what it is for myself. The two main people that I'm excited to see is Chris Lake. Oh, my God. I forgot about Chris Lake. Yeah, Chris Lake and Honey Love. I've only seen Honey Love once in Miami. I didn't get to see her at Miami Music Week because we ran late, but she is going to be at Sunset. So I'm really excited to see her there. Oh, Wax Motif. Wax is going to be performing. So, you know, that's going to be crazy. Adventure Club, Blunts and Blondes, Chris Lake, West End, Slander, A.C. Slater. So it, it seems like it's leaning more towards the house side. You might have a little bit of headbanging in there, which is fine.
0: Is Tampa like on the beach or like is this on the beach?
1: No. So it's it's again it's my first time going. Um, It seems like it's surrounded by some type of water. It's by, like, a, I want to say, like, almost like a pier, kind of. Sorry, oh, wow. at Raymond James Stadium. That's where it's by.
0: Yeah, this is a great lineup. Have you seen Wax Motif yet?
1: Have I ever seen Wax live? I've never seen Wax live, no.
0: I've seen him a few times now. It's it's always a party. Like, it's always so fun. Camping or hotel or what? what's the accommodation?
1: So we are doing Airbnb. We've already booked it. Yeah, Airbnb seems like it's the way to go. Hotels are, you know, still a little bit pricey. They wanted like 200 plus per night. And Sunset is only a two day festival. So it's like, eh, do we really want to pay that much money for like just the weekend? So we just went ahead and did Airbnb and everybody, we're all going to split the cost, of course. So
0: are you going with the same size group, like the eight to nine people?
1: No. Out of that group, let me see, five of us are going. From the EDC crew. And then we have two others that are my friends' friends. I don't know them personally, but they're my friend's friends, so I'll get to meet them.
0: What type of like attire do you normally wear? A lot of people get to like express themselves. Is there any like style you like to kind of capture while you're going to a rave?
1: I'm just now getting into like the men's rave clothing unfortunately when i ordered my first like colorful rave outfit for edc it didn't ship in time so i had to kind of just buy like regular clothes that were colorful and just do that my friends we do like to do themes so when we went to edc one for example was colorful day saturday was anime themed so we bought like an anime costume and sunday was techno day so we dressed in like All black with the military boots and like the metal chain hanging on the pants and the mesh gloves. Like, we went, I went all out. Like, Techno Day, I'm not gonna lie, I was drippy. I was like, yo, I did that shit. So, for Sunset, we're doing Colorful Day and we're doing Alien Day. So, for Alien Day, you could wear like, you know, alien shirt or green and purple, alien colors, or even like an alien beanie or bucket hat, something you know, extraterrestrial, pretty much.
0: I love it. I am all about the techno outfit. I need pictures. Send them to me. I <laughs> need
1: it. No problem.
0: Every New Year's out here, there's countdown and it's all alien theme. People go all out like they're in astronaut suits or they're actually aliens. It's so fun. A lot of chrome, a lot of like greens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. weirdness. And it's so fucking fun. It's freezing, but it's so fun.
1: Does it really get cold out there in L.A.?
0: Yeah. So this festival and where most of them are, it's in San Bernardino. So it's probably an hour from L.A., maybe more, but it's more like mountainous. So it gets hot and then Mm. it gets cold at night. So for Mm. Countdown, which was New Year's, it was freezing. It was like 40s or 30s. And then day two, they got like the biggest rainstorm California's ever had. People were like ankle deep in water. People's cars got like watered down the road it was wild California this past year got more rain than they've like gotten in 30 years which we needed but it was just like it was wet and wild
1: literally right right but when you go to festivals do you buy pashminas because I'm not gonna lie I bought three pashminas at EDC and a fan And I lost my fan, too. Thankfully, I didn't get my phone stolen, you know, from TikTok. I think I'm going to buy one of those clutch loops things for sunset because, hey, I just bought this iPhone 14 Pro Max and I'll be damned if I let somebody steal this shit. So do you buy pashminas like to keep uh, warm FSOs?
0: I have never bought one. Really? Yeah. We didn't like have that when I like started, you know, like it Mm -hmm. wasn't really... Like a trend. Um, so mm-hmm. for me, like aesthetically, I never saw myself with one, but the idea of like having a hood sounds fucking amazing. Oh, and yes. I want to start doing custom ones because I sew, like I wanna make some like very blingy, dope, like goddessy hashes. And start selling those. So I'll probably make myself one first and like sport it and like see the feedback and stuff. Yeah, I just like it wasn't really I wasn't familiar, but I love the idea. And I usually go on a hoodie like I am a hoodie leggings, like cozy ass raver when it's cold. hmm. So I've never needed a pash, but I'm very photosensitive. So lights, lasers, and I get overstimulated. So I put my hood on mm-hmm. or I wear sunglasses. So it's like, hello, like, Danny, why the fuck have I not?
1: You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I didn't really like with the lights and everything, you know, you put on your shades. But to pull that patch like over your head and like wrap it around your neck like a scarf and you got the shades on. It's so like you're almost in your own little bubble and space and it's very comforting. That's why I ended up spending like over a hundred dollars on just patches alone. Yeah. And of course, you know, with the fan, when you're going through a crowd and you're fanning people saying, excuse me, you know, it's it's nice to be fanned. Well, just the rave scene in general, like there hasn't really been that much men's attire. You know, you can always throw this and that and make it work. But like with women, like there's multiple websites that you guys can go to. Now that companies and pages are starting to come around, we're starting to get more and more menswear, which is nice. Yeah, so you should hop on that train, Danny. Get that I, money.
0: Hey, I, I'm <laughs> all about a new project. You know me. Yeah. What what can I do next? But you know what's funny is that 90s 2000s there wasn't festival stores. There was people, yeah, ravers no. made their own outfits to yep, express yep. themselves, the baggy jeans, uh-huh. the different patchwork, the big hats, whatever it was, because there was no website for women, uh-huh. for men. Like, it was literally just whatever you had. How many days till your festival?
1: 29 days or 28 days or something like that. A little less than a month. Yeah.
0: Are you starting to get that feeling in your stomach? <sighs> Where you're like anxious, but excited, but like, ugh.
1: Yeah, because it's like, what's going to happen? Like, who is going to secretly pop up in Tampa? Like, what DJ that's not on the roster is going to magically pop up? Maybe a secret back-to-back is going to happen. Like, I don't know.
0: What does your family think about you raving?
1: Um, They actually don't know. I literally just tell them I'm going out of town for the weekend. And they're like, oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to Orlando to hang out with some friends or Tampa. That's it. They literally have no clue.
0: Uh, How did you find the Let's Vibe Discord?
1: TikTok. What's his name? Spicy, Spicy. I forgot his. Spicy Kevin or Spicy the guy.
0: Is it Spicy? Okay, so Spicy White is involved, and also we have Spicy Kulo, who is a DJ.
1: No, Spicy White, and I joined through him pretty much. Yeah, and I've been here ever since. And that's the best thing about it. Like when you're at the festival, surrounded by so many people that are interested in what you're interested in. When I went to EDC, there was so much love in the air. There, I had no issues at all. Like, you know, with our fam, we didn't have to go to med tent for any reason. We had water. We did bathroom breaks. We were all good. We ate, didn't witness any other people have to go to med tent. You know, It was just all around positive vibes, positive energy, and so much love. And actually, I do want to shout out Paige. Right when I was peeking, actually, I was fanning random people (laughs) that was sitting on the ground. And she ran up to me. I fanned her and she thanked me and she traded my first candy with me. And and she gave me a bracelet that says self-love. And that is so crazy that she did that because I kept trying to like work on that for myself. So the fact that she gave that to me, I was just like, "Damn, I really needed that." You know what I mean? So, shout out to Paige, wherever you are in the world, thank you.
0: That is so. I got full body chills always,
1: and I um, even remember her name. Like, of course, you know, yeah. <laughs> my first actually- candy. I'll never forget her.
0: Yeah, and she. I mean, that's what this whole thing's about, right? Like mm-hmm. just showing the new person love, and that like we want you here, and you're accepted. Mm-hmm. Like.
1: Mm-hmm. what other and time and place,
0: yeah what other time and place in the world does that happen nowhere so you didn't keep in contact with Paige
1: no um it was a very brief encounter I fanned her she thanked me um she gave me my first candy we hugged and again I was under the influence so um I mean we chatted for a bit and then you know we just went our separate ways and i regret not staying in contact with via whether it's twitter instagram whatever because when you meet somebody like that and they leave such an impression like right now i wish i could just send her a message and just thank her for showing me that love and that energy and that positivity you know
0: so beautiful and like it's so altruistic <clears throat> like we're just giving and loving because That's what was shown to us. And that's why it is so important to continue to be those examples because maybe at sunset or your next one, you give someone candy and trade with them for their first time. And they remember Malik, you know, and then they get to do it to the next one. And like, yeah, it is those little moments that Mm -hmm. really can change someone's life. And Mm -hmm. What am I trying to say here? I'm trying to say that (laughs) I had something. It was really profound, of course. Um, That's what we're doing. That is so different than people just going to a concert. Yeah. Because a concert
1: is a concert. And granted, you know, you'll remember that concert. But when you go to your first festival, you're going to remember the people that genuinely showed you love like i'm never gonna forget Paige, never and i still have her bracelet till now and it was my first edc i think she said edc orlando was her second that was her second um edc and i do remember she wasn't from florida she was from another state she flew to orlando to orlando to go there a music festival just hits different It's the vibes, it's the outfits, it's the colors, it's the music, it's the fireworks, it's the drones. All these things just happen over the weekend. You're like, fuck, like sometimes like looking back, three days is not enough. I wish you can go on for a week. (laughs) EDC for a week, honestly, because after it was done, I didn't want to go back to work. I wanted to stay in Orlando, honestly. I didn't want to come back to real world.
0: I just want to feel good all the time you know mm-hmm. that's probably why mm-hmm. I'm a drug addict <laughs> in recovery <laughs> but like I want those vibes all the time and you talked about when you were like walking into the festival that like love is in the air like it felt different and that's how I mm-hmm. feel too it's like on Christmas right it's just like it's a normal day but it just feels fucking special and like you're
1: just in awe at everything yeah.
0: And everyone is there for the same reason, Mm -hmm. like we get each other. And then Mm -hmm. if you're in a crowd and you're all singing the same song and going to the same beat, like there's so much fucking
1: power in that. Or shuffling. Or if you don't know how to shuffle, you're attempting to shuffle. Like, that's okay.
0: Yeah. There's just so much like power. I feel like in the energy and in the air, it's just like we are united,
1: And, Mm -hmm. and
0: like the power behind that is nothing I've ever felt anywhere in the fucking world.
1: So after EDC, I took a bunch of videos and not to like plug myself or anything, but at the time I took a bunch of videos and I was like, man, like, it's so cool. Like I get to go and rewatch these videos. So it dawned on me. I was like, why don't I just upload these sets to YouTube? What I've started doing since then, I will go out to, whether it's a club, a festival, whatever, and I'm recording each set and I'm just putting them out on YouTube to like relive those moments again. And, you know, my Elro video in Miami for Miami Music Week, it has like over three and a half thousand views. So it's like everybody who maybe was there, they get to relive the experience. Or if you missed it, you get to see what Chris Lake did. You know, that's what I've been doing now. Honestly, just to relive the moment because every time I watch my content, I just get goosebumps. I'm like, damn, I remember this drop, or damn, I remember this moment. It's so nice.
0: So, did you think of anything else you wanted to add in or anything Um, about sunset?
1: Just that I'm going with, I'm going to be super open minded. I need to hurry up and make my candy to hand out. And other than that, I'm ready for it. Just like with EDC, I'm ready.
0: What has electronic music done for you?
1: Man, what hasn't it done? It's allowed me to be myself, honestly. I feel like I was putting up a front with myself and displaying something that wasn't true prior to me going to Disclosure in Miami. But ever since I saw them and I found my new Ray fam, like it's been all uphill since in all aspects of life, you know, work life, personal, everything. It's just been super positive.
0: What's your message to the world?
1: Don't be afraid to do it. It took me going to Miami by myself alone and seeing my favorite DJ duo to understand what this scene can do for you. If you're afraid, like, oh, I don't want to go by myself to this event, do it. Because you, chances are you're going to make friends there. And there's so many times where I'm wearing something and somebody compliments me or they're like, hey, I love your dance moves. Or, you know, it's always the little things. So my message is go and do it. Go that Saturday, go that Friday, go see who you want to meet. And I guarantee you, you're going to have the time of your life and you're going to be like, damn, why wasn't I doing this before? Just go do it.
0: Thank you for listening to the Let's Vibe podcast. You can connect with Let's Vibe on all social platforms. To further support Let's Vibe, please share this podcast with friends or leave a review. For more information, Join our Discord group or visit our website at let's find music.com. Until next time, sending you love and vibes.
1: Just do it. We're to Nike. Just do it.
0: <laughs> and we're not sponsored by Nike, unfortunately. No, but if y'all want not to, y- let me know. <laughs> Call me.
1: I know, right? Hit up Danny.
0: We need some rave shoes, so hit me up. <laughs> yes. i love it i'm gonna go make crafts and shit so i'll see you in the discord and uh all right